Behold, behold, behold the pale podcast. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it. My life has value. My life has value. My life has value. Behold the Pale Podcast. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Behold, 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 a Pale Podcast. <laughs> Alex is not in the building today. He's being held captive uh, for ransom money, big ransom money. We'll get it where we're figuring it out right now. We're going to get him back because <coughs> we're not going to let him die out there. You know what I mean? It's not too steep. How we, much were they asking for? It was like 30 bucks. You know what I mean? I think we could figure it out. You should start uh, a GoFundMe. That's true. That's true. But we'll have to, you know, a per- percentage of the the proceeds will go to... <laughs> to the release. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have me and brother Jonathan in the building today. You know? Long time no here. Long time no. It's got, you know what I mean? Got you. Good times. Uh, <laughs> doing it big. Bringing it back OG style. It's been a while. We got a secret mission on this operation, you know what I mean? So we got to keep the plane light so we don't go crashing down. This is an interesting one, you know what I mean, that we've talked about a little bit before on the show. The idea of, you know, these poor, all the crazy experiments and all the wild stuff they did for mind control and all that type of deal. Killing off animals, you know, by the... By the hundreds and thousands of, you know what I mean, back then, just cruising through them. Yeah, like they're, probably, think, they're probably still doing it now. I'd like to think it would slow down a little bit, but who's to say, you know what I mean? Mm-mm. You know, I think of, like, Man's Best Friend, you know what I mean? The nice 90s horror film where they, they try and they yeah. get that robotic dog. Lance Hendrickson made that dog, dude. Lance Hendrickson, you know what I mean? Then he had to go get him. Max, I think. Is Max! Yeah, I just remember him running everywhere. Burks. Yeah, the great Lance Henriksen. So today we gather to talk about Operation Resurrection. For anybody out there that don't really know what that is off the top of their memory bank, you know what I mean? That's the secret experiments that were conducted on 
apes in hope of resurrecting them after they had been decapitated and then their heads and bodies switched. Kind of those Tales from the Crypt episode kind of like that. Yeah, it is. George Burns might be in it, perhaps. Or at the second rate George Burns, the dude from the Christmas uh, vacation with Chevy Chase. Um, but this is definitely some wild stuff. Um, you know, I don't think they would be uh, too worried on doing some stuff like that, you know? How would one go about this? Uh, the operation, well, you see, it's a scary deal. First of what all, ye- you... What year? <laughs> this is back in the 1965-66, you know? So in this secret project, implemented in 1965-1966 era, the CIA uh, replicated the isolation chamber that had been constructed earlier by Dr. Donald Ewan Cameron, you know, the brain butcher, known as the brain butcher, not just when he was in the wrestling ring, but I guess when he was on the hospital floor, uh, that's the dude's nickname. It's kind of crazy, kind of a crazy one. Now, at the Allen Memorial uh, Psychiatric Institute in Montreal, uh, he rebuilt it at the National Institute of Health. So that's this dude's reputation. So when you're rocking around a reputation of the brain butcher, something that could equally work just as great as like any heavy metal band or the name, name of some death metal band, like you're uh, you're pretty you're on a different level there. You know? Yeah, that's a pretty fucking sick nickname to get in the medical field. If you don't, I guess if you if you don't have good insurance, they send you to the brain butcher. It's one of those. <laughs> it's the only one in your in my uh, network. The fucking brain butcher. I would love that. I want a business card with the brain. Yeah. Uh, now, a psychologist who had helped the Office of Special Services, the OSS, uh, interrogate Nazi prisoners during the World War II. Cameron became intrigued uh, by the experiments conducted on concentration camp prisoners by German doctors. That's horrifying stuff. Uh, he later contracted to work for the OSS, which became the CIA in 1947. In the field of behavior manipulation, he continued uh, his specialty in projects Bluebird and Artichoke, which became MK Ultra in 1953. Cameron conducted numerous experiments in the sensory uh, deprivation, sensory overlord, overload, and drug inducement. Uh, his harsh experiments with electroshock LSD and drug-induced comas that sometimes lasted for months. That's, uh, man, imagine being put in, like, that wild state. They really, I you know, they're trying to break the mind, of course, you know. What mm-hmm. I mean? That's, you know. Break you it, think? push it, test it. They're fucking, they're fucking that shit up. And, ah, they're messing that up in more ways than you can even imagine. When when you think of the tests and stuff, you see, you assume you're like, okay, you, you take something and if it's going to kill you, it kills you pretty quick. And then, you know, they get another patient in there to work on them. You don't really think that it could be something that could be a drawn out month, month of mm. torture before you go. You know what I mean? Um, electroshock, you know, I, where they put, I, even back in then, I'm sure, it was it was even worse uh, how they would apply it. You know what I mean? Just like burn you, or people probably got smoked out, burnt them up like crispy fried those motherfuckers. Yeah, unfortunately, dude, burnt out husks. Yeah, LSD, 
they probably pump you full of so much LSD, you just like get destroyed. You know what I mean? You hear stories of people that have done, you know, LSDs for huge chunks of their life, and they're never quite the same. You know, something happens. Something happens. I, yeah, I know. I know people who fucking got burnt out on uh, Robitussin. Yeah, I believe that melts their brains and shit. Robitussin was good stuff back in the day. Back in childhood, grape Robitussin. Man, I'd almost, I'd almost look forward to being sick. You know what I mean? That's so it's good. Drug-induced comas that sometimes lasted for months. I mean, that, I don't know. Maybe that could have been a good time. I don't know. I can't speculate, <laughs> you know, what that was. If it was just a comfy sleep, then I guess you can't, depending on what you were doing before, I guess it can't be that bad. Just nightmares. Your that's, worst nightmares of uh, months. That's what I assume. Oh, my goodness. Horrifying stuff. Why would they give you good dreams? It doesn't make sense. That's true. Well, I mean, I mean, they probably do like one person having like good dreams, Different. one person having normal dreams. You know, have like controls and stuff like that. Yeah, the people they like, the good people, get the normal dreams. Everybody those else, sweet, sweet dreams. Yeah, everybody else gets tra- traumatizing dreams. You get the murderers. Mm-hmm. Now, as well as his pension for performing. Prefrontal lobotomies, Ugh. which I believe the if you you can lose the front and still be kicking. Yeah, I watched uh, that Dama miniseries recently, and he had a line. The fa- there was a line in there where the father was talking to Jeffrey, young Jeffrey, and uh, he was telling him about how like you can pull the pick the brain apart, and as long as like the brain stem's still there. Uh, the heart will keep beating. It'll stay alive. It just won't have any. It won't have any brain. Like it won't do anything. But supposedly he said, and they, talking about like he put a little rag over his over it, and it said that like, even though there was no brain, like it knew to kind of try and get the rag off of the the brain stem, which I assume is the you know because we're on nerve. It's probably just mm. tweaking. Um, Dark. Did you catch that? You guys didn't like it, right? I mean, I watched the whole first episode, and I was I couldn't. Uh, I didn't. It, yeah, it was rough. Like that was very cringy for me, man. No, I feel you. I feel you. But what you say, it gets better after that. I thought it got pretty good. Yeah, if you're looking at it for like perform, like I know the story pretty good because it's you know he's probably one of the biggest one, biggest superstar serial killers out there. You know what I mean? Mm. Um. So, like, I was just curious to see how they would tell the story and, like, the performances and stuff. And I thought the kid did really good. There was, like, it, it wasn't a flawless performance, but I think there's times in that that, like, he he just looked like the lighting or the, the framing. He looked like uh, Dama and, like, his mannerisms and stuff. Like, every now and then it would link up and it would be like, ooh, ooh, you get the, mm. you almost get that vibe. But, yeah. I wouldn't want to overhype it because that could destroy it. But now that I'm back at the bakehouse, I was actually talking to uh, Mike who worked at the uh, chocolate factory that he was at. Oh shit. Yeah. So there you go. Dom's big time. Yeah. He ran into him. He he was working with him on the chocolate line and shit. I would love to see that in the movie. 
That's what I was telling, because I asked him about it. I'm like, hey, you see your buddy's uh, documentary that just came out? He was like, oh, sheesh, and he walked away. <laughs> It'd be fun to get, a, get like, not knowingly, like, have him in there. You know. That's what I said. I was like, I was looking for your, your likeness in the background. Yeah, type of character, talking to Jeffrey or something. Yeah, those front, but yeah, was, I mean, I think the front of your, the front of your brain, you can like, uh, survive and stuff. You know, you'd probably be a, things probably be a little, uh, difficult for you, but I feel like uh, you'd still be kicking. Uh, so he'd, he'd, he'd take a lot of that out of people, you know, and then sometimes after those lobotomies, when they prove too far extreme, uh, for some of those patients, they did die. Rest in peace, you know what I mean? Now, in Operation Resurrection, the experiments would not be with humans, but with apes, like we said at the beginning of it. Um, and I guess they assume it's the closest thing to a human, you know what I mean? So that would be the deal. If they could work on humans, they would. There was somebody there protecting the humans that said, you're <laughs> not doing time. this to humans. Yeah. At least not in public, you ain't doing this to the humans, you know what I mean? Uh, now, the apes were first lobotomized, then placed You've got to make it look like something other than humans you're working on. Yeah. They said, you, you know, you could you could shave them up to look like humans if that <laughs> makes you feel better. But you Here's can't some lipstick. Humans. Very sad. Now, the apes were first lobotomized, so they take the brain, at least the parts that would make them have any issues, uh, placed in total isolation. After a time, the experimenters adapting the radio tele- telemetry techniques developed by Leonard Rubinstein directed radio waves into the brain of the apes. Apes who appeared to receive their frequencies were decapitated and their heads transport- planted to other apes' uh, bodies to go see if the radio energy could bring them back to life. There's a lot to take in right there. Yeah, it is. All right, so I guess that uh, food dang apes who appeared to receive <laughs> let's even go back further than that, probably right the uh you know of course they take out the brain the uh, total isolation deal is interesting yeah, this guy's got a big thing with this isolation stuff because he was doing that like before the shit too with right. people right yeah, the m k ultra and all that shit, yeah. Jacking them up and fucking throwing them in the chambers. Yeah, man, those people that do those testing are really that dang. They should be watched. They got to be watched. They're dangerous folks. The people that do that crazy stuff like that. Uh, even nowadays, when it gets too close to blurring the lines a little bit, we're at that level where they let things slide. You know what I mean? Uh, in big places, you got to be careful of those things. You know. Isolation's big. It's breaking the spirit down and all that, and uh, messing with it like in its head, its psyche, really mm-hmm. messing with it. Now that that eventually start adapting the radio telemetry techniques developed by that dude, which directed radio waves into the brains of the apes. So they would like, I can only imagine what they used to shoot it at him or whatever, or like put him in between something to kind of do it. Uh, back in this time, I picture um. What is it? Um, Day of the Dead with uh, the doctor there when right. he has the bub mm-hmm. zombie. He's got one of the zombies all hooked up, but it's got like each wire is going to the nerve. So there's like a million wires in there. He's pushing buttons and the arms are going. Yeah. You know, like that's what it would look like. Yeah, I agree with you on that. 
So the, and the ones who re- appeared to receive the frequencies were decapitated. So I guess they, they probably assumed that those were the special ones type deal. Uh, so they decapitate them and transplant their heads and other bodies. I really don't, I'm sure we'll get into a reason why this was, why they, what they were even trying to figure out here. Hopefully. Maybe there was nothing, which is even more tragic. But uh, we go further into the tragedies of humanity. Now, after they were brought back to life, they'd call that Operation Resurrection because they'd done resurrected them apes. And they were so proud of themselves. Now, the apes that were not selected for possible resurrection from the dead were bombarded with radio waves until they collapsed and became unconscious. Well, that was nice of them. That's like horrifying. Now, autopsies yielded <laughs> the information that their brain tissues appeared literally to have been fried. So they zapped them till they died with with frequency, not even an eye, you know. Yeah, not even electricity. Which has got, you know, it's got to be a slower burn, no pun intended on that, you know what I mean? But it's got to, it's not a quick deal, you know, that's kind of slowly, it's wild. You can't People, even think, like, that is, <laughs> you're useless, we'll just fucking do this to you. Yeah. <laughs> not even a quick death, they just jack up the amps. Oh. And these tools were all made to do these things. Dun, dun, dun. Now, they're, they're fried, they've been fried from the inside out, uh, electrocution style. Now, it is difficult to see how Operation Resurrection could possibly have produced information of any value, <laughs> you know what I mean, and study of behavior, control, behavior modification, or mind control. But researchers will probably never know the rational behind the belief the dead of uh, the, the, that the dead apes could have resurfaced, uh, re- resurrected, if you switched heads and bodies. For in 1972, the director of the CIA, Richard Helms, ordered all records of MK Ultra's projects, operations, and subprojects to be destroyed. That's kind of that's. And there's got to be some type of record of that somewhere. I, I'd like to hope that there's got to be some insanely crazy things within those records. I could only imagine. I didn't realize this was an MK Ultra like sub project. It's starting to make a little more sense now. I think every time they do anything mental with anything, the brain, I think they're trying to figure out how to do the old mind control type deal. Hmm. Especially back then, I feel like they were obsessed with it. Like, they felt like the Russians were trying to do it, so, like, they wanted to do it. Mm. Well, that's the deal. But, Dad, getting inside the brain. Why, uh... Oh, did any of those tests, like, work, though? Like, were they able to bring, like, the body of one of the apes to life after they cut the head off and attached it to another body? Or they just... Fried them all. I think they. I think that was it. I think they. Yeah. Uh, my guess. There's nothing in here saying that um, that happened. So my guess is probably no. And uh, well, well, maybe they're now known as the Sasquatch. And oh, the Sasquatch. The, the ones that, that's true. The ones that survived. They could have. They set him free. That does make a lot of sense, actually. Now that you say that, I'm I'm sold on that. There we go. But yeah, it's 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 a it's one of those deals, you know. The head coming off is like the most craziest part of it. Like I could almost understand, like um, 
like understand them wanting to see how much a mind could take. Like I could in a sick world, I could understand that. Yeah, but they but they lobotomized them beforehand. So what? Like you know, the, it's already like the, the the thing's a fucking vegetable already. That's a really good point. Yeah, I want it's it's just be- like let's let's throw some uh, microwave waves in this thing and uh, zap its head off here and throw it on this guy. It's a ner- <laughs> maybe it's a nerve thing or. I mean, it's kind of a fun thing to think about. Like, what, what do you think? What do you think about that? Like a zombie, like them actually wanting to create zombies for like war deals or for work, where they actually figure out a way to make use of a body after it's dead. You think that? What do you think about that? Well, I mean, if you're taking, like, say, I got shot in the heart. Yeah, you're gonna take my head and put it on. What somebody else who just died, or so I would assume it would be. I yeah, that's where I get. We, we, that's where it gets crazy. Yeah, like, I don't understand the head thing, but I like almost if they if it was something like where we 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 died and we we're instead of us going into the ground, our bodies were reused as almost like a worker or a soldier type deal. I could almost see something like that, but yeah, the head. The, I, there's no reason for like the head to switch around, like. It's a weird oh, shit, like Universal Soldiers, I get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The um, But, like, that's switch around the heads is... That's fucking weird. It's, like, it's very weird. And then, like, I don't think there's really any proof, any proof of it ever working. It's really overkill when you think about it. It's horrifying. It's, uh, you, you know it's what? If they probably started off with, like, wanting to test lobotomies, and then, like, they started getting a little carried away, like... Let's start taking a look at all the nerves and shit inside this uh, ape. And then they're like, hell, why we're here? Let's see if we can attach its head to that guy. And they just kept going. And that was like as far as they were like, well, nothing happened. So let's scrap it. (laughs) It On to the next. Yeah. It's definitely a keep going thing where they got to, they, 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 you know what it could have been is like they probably, maybe the elk, the like, what they were what they were looking for they didn't find and instead of just throwing in the towel they said we're not gonna the pride was like we're not gonna give yeah. this up so we're, you know what I mean we're not gonna they're getting funding maybe you know what I mean and they were like oh we can keep bullshitting this even though the, our, what we thought would have worked didn't work I guess we can keep going and and I think there was a lot of stuff like that you know what I mean yeah very wild and crazy though the the the, the it's like it's like they weren't like it was definitely going to be used for bad too. Like there's no even you can't even justify it with being like oh you know this bad stuff happened, but like it made way for fucking this or whatever that was good. Like there's not like even if that was to work out and they were to figure out a way to like I guess switch heads and bring people back. Mm. Like why? Well, like, like what good could would be, come from that at all? Anyways, yeah. like you say, it could be like. Um... A government thing, like uh, they find somebody with who's like really smart, good uh, at taking in like a tactical situation and throw them on like some convict's body that's all jacked up, and then send them in. That's interesting. You know, like a hybrid human, almost. Take the mind of a very smart person and put it into a. You like how I? You like how I'm very elegant with my words tonight? I like that. My head don't work so well sometimes. I'm very impressed. Very impressed. Thank you. Thank you. 
welcome. Thank you. So Richard Helms, you know, not a good dude, not a good dude for what we're hearing up in this place. This guy, he, yeah, he should have been flagged a while ago, <laughs> but they just kept, he was a part of the CIA. Yeah. Yeah, this guy shouldn't have been in the CIA. <laughs> you know, we, I think we've talked on the show before, like, if you could put the, if you could put the mind of, like, a human into the body of, like, an ape, it would be like a superhero. It'd be, a, it'd be, you know, cause you don't yeah. want to, you don't want to fuck with that. The same thing, like you were talking about with the better, put them in a better body type deal. Don't get better than you. You have like an eight foot gr- fucking gorilla or something. You put him in and, uh, rip, fucking literally rip people in half. You know what I mean? No shit. It's like, I think everybody. Yeah. That was, yeah. It could have been just the start of like phase one of the project. The scene, if they could do it within the same species before they tried out the human on gorilla species or whatever. Yeah. Cause you don't want to like, Make that and, ha- and not be able to control it because yeah. if, if that became a real issue, if you think about that, like imagine, damn man, like a fucking an army of like eight foot tall ripped up gorillas that could think just as quick as any human, if not quicker, because they were you know programmed or whatever. Mm. That'd be the end of. They say that AI is going to be the end of the humanity. It could be the fucking half gorillas, half human superhero type deals. And they could do, they crush your head, rip your head off, tear your head off. Without hesitation. It's interesting. It's always interesting when you think of like all the different things we have around us and you gotta, you know, on this planet and you go, if they were maybe a little smarter, a little bigger, there would be a way bigger problem for us. You know what I mean? Certain things maybe figure out how to come out of the ocean and walk around could be a big issue. But nah, we pollute too much. Ain't nothing new coming out of that shit. Unless it's like Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah, I'd feel less worried about something from the ocean, I feel. Creature mm. coming out. I feel like you're no, gonna- oh no, no, no. We just we have I don't think we've gone deep enough yet. This shit down there. Oh yeah. Deeper down. I yeah, I definitely vibe with that. I definitely get down with that because there's places, you know, that cameras can't go. Mm, too much pre- There's something down there living in under all that pressure. And I believe that when the big old, when the comet came and, you know, he heated up the waters because it, it, when it hit, I think that some stuff swam really down deep to stay away from the heat. And it got that hot. And I think that they just adapted. They had to kind of adapt. Mm-hmm. You know, every, something will always adapt, you know. That's just the way it is. Like something, there'll always be something that makes it way through type deal. Nature will find a way. Nature will find a way. God damn it, Jeff Goldblum. This first thing. So these poor, these apes. Remember, we talked on the, uh, we talked about the dude that was doing the experiments with the apes and he had like 10 female apes and yeah. one dude ape. I wonder if and, it was the same guy. His yeah. poor wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> even even in a situation like that, that's troublesome too. Because if I I think there'd be a jealousy there, you know. And I, mean, I think that I think that the, you know I think that even though I don't think they're that that far from us, you know what I mean. I think there hmm. eventually it could there would be it would take on the human characteristics, you know what I mean, and all that stuff. And 
It's weird. It's definitely a thing. Start getting jealous of the pervert for not fucking him. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. Or like if it's with the wife, if the wife didn't do anything, lay with him. If he, if he was mm. laying with the wife, then I think that... Uh, <laughs> you got a different smell on you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very possible. That, you just bite his neck out. I wish that would have happened to him. I feel, I feel, I feel that if you had a wife that was having sex with an ape, and I feel this ape would, uh, of course, probably be enjoying having sex. I think he would eventually grow some type of fondness, could call some love for the person that's making him feel this good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then somebody else goes around her, he, he might not like that, even though it's the husband. He's cucking, even though it's the <laughs> husband. Uh, you can go destroy the husband's head like fucking watermelon. No, yeah, because to the to that gorilla ape, that is his property now. Yeah, and rightfully so. He was it was kind of gifted to him, to be honest. You know what I mean? You can't blame the thing. I support the gorilla. So back into the whole this whole deal right here, which is horrifying. But yeah, I don't, I don't even think. <laughs> I don't even really know what the what what the explanation would be for. Like I said, I can I can almost meet him halfway on, you know, trying to kind of see what would happen if you know you did this to the brain. Like I can understand going people going. Not that I would do it, or I, I think it's good to do, but I can almost I can understand humanity pushing the limits. You know what I mean? And I can see them pushing their limits. The first part where they're gonna go, okay. Yeah, we're going to see what happens when we give them this much volts. We're going to see what's going to happen when we give them this much volts. And they, and do their notes and stuff like that because they can say science tells them they need to know these things. But then, like, I don't know. It's just the, the, the swapping of heads is so weird and it doesn't make sense. Unless maybe in this super, this super, uh, super um, soldier, Maybe it would have interchangeable head like action figures in the eighties, you know what I mean? That'd be cool. So like if you want if you needed a head to dig, you could dig a hole. You know what <laughs> I mean? Old shovel head. Yeah, old shovel head. I don't know, but I it is a cruel I think there's a cruel there's a there's a cruelty to it too that goes deeper than I think we're even we even understand of uh of humanity. Well, there's no there's no no reason for it to be a government-funded project. That's the scariest part, the fact that they want to know. Those are the people who want to know the results. You know what I mean? Very creepy stuff. There's always some mad scientists roaming around. You know what I mean? Mm. And uh, to this day, there's some lurking in there doing some wild stuff. And There's a... Um, um a soldier that was blown up by an IED and um, he had like a full scrotum and penis uh, transplant just performed on him and it took. And it works? It works, dude. He's like, he's jagging and everything, man. He's jagging like the jagging off and jagged the TV show? But yeah, I guess it was five years in the process. 
that's it's worth the wait, you know what I mean, mm. to get that get that luxury back. You know, it's, it's a luxury when you really think about it. You're born with it, but like shit, shit could happen. It could be gonzo like that. It's really a fucking. Next time everybody's out there giving the, giving the boy a tug, you know, give him a little pat on the head because uh, it couldn't be that way in a different it, situation. It could honestly, it couldn't have been a better recipient, like a soldier that like. Oh, I agree. Bought, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm being funny, yeah, but I'm yeah. No, I think that's fucking awesome. That's the only reason why I know about it. It popped up somewhere, and I like read into the story, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's fucking killer." That's very cool. I support that to the fullest because he's out there doing, you know, doing, doing, doing the good, fighting the good fight. Yeah, and uh, that shit happens, which is horrifying. And that's it. I mean, stuff like that is what you know. I think of stuff like that. I think of like maybe reasons what they were trying to go for with this ape thing. Like if you were trying to take, if you were trying to take fucking people dying out of war, you know what I mean? Mm. But it'd be more in, I don't know, Planet of the Apes, dude. I feel, you know, I feel the government is highly influenced by the entertainment. I feel that happens around it. You know what I mean? Cause I think the government are like the nerds and school type deal. And they, they would love yeah. you to love them type deal. But like, they're just they're out of control with it and um yeah so like i feel like uh i don't know there's there's they they, they might have watched planet of the apes too many times and they said you know what this is a great idea if we could cross these up then people wouldn't have to die anymore what a wild flippy world that is i don't think it's true i think they just wanted to mutilate these poor fucking apes they had a couple extra mil to throw at somebody, some sick fuck that likes to lobotomize people and apes and throw them in isolation. I mean, there's a lot of truth to that. The, the sadness of it, you know, the way that they half-ass programs just to get funding nowadays, I assume that probably, yeah, it was just like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just, okay, we just need to show a bunch of dead ape bodies to show that we're doing our experiments, but We'll so this, so this heads one on that one, will you? <laughs> Let's do it's like what's the cheapest thing we can do and keep the keep the rest of the money. That's what we want to do. Yeah, very dark. It could yeah. be anything. What are your thoughts and comments, people? I don't know. You know what I mean? I agree. I I, I think my thoughts go out to the family and friends of those apes, and my comments are. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be my way of doing things. We we all support that those doings at Behold the Pill podcast. Um, I would have put lasers on their heads. I know that's better. Lasers don't hurt nobody except for it's a fair game because whoever they're aiming at. Maybe still lobotomized to get the lasers on, but can you do an unlobotomy yet? I don't think so. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Like the unpause button. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how the brain, like a brain surgery deal. I don't know much about it, but I'd be interested to know if you could actually remove and put back in. With the way things are connected, I assume you couldn't. You know what I mean? There's only one way to find out at this point. If you take a scoop of ice cream, you can't put a scoop of ice cream back. It'll never be the full ice cream. You know what I mean? Oh, shh. Sorry. What if you fit? Hey, what if. You can't put a scoop back. Okay, never mind. You got me. It won't fit back correctly. You have to reform everything. I got you. I remember way back when 
in the nineties. I seen uh I don't even it was like a, one of those crazy shows. There's there's a lot of real crazy shows of reality back in the day, but this one was a kid who got shot like there was a drive by and they shot him and uh like the whole front of like above his above his eyes, like it was gone and it was like he had like almost a styrofoam thing that kinda went in there so it didn't look you know like like you would assume it would look, you know what I mean? Um so I guess right then that dude had a big chunk of the front of his head missing. So I assume that yeah, you you could probably and he was pretty he for the most part he wasn't like too messed up about it, you know what I mean? We, if you missed mm. half of your head you'd think you'd have bigger issues, you know what I mean? But <sighs> craziness, man, you know Somebody had to test that too at one point of, well, how much of your brain do you actually need? You know, what if we take this part out? What if we take this part out? There's been, you know, there's been a lot of really fucked up things that have happened in the name of science. You know what I mean? Uh, Scary when you think about it. And those are just from the good ones. We're not Mm. talking about the ones that are performing science projects in their basements all, all across the world on the, you know, the mailman and the, the new, the new people that move down the street, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, where, where, where the real war is being fought in the medical field of, um, of, of MK of the, 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 of the burbs. Yeah. The burbs are the people who are really keeping it alive down in the basements. Um, furnace is going, furnace is going, working long hours, you know, drilling them brains, <laughs> uh, horrifying. Um, we're having fun with it, but it is really, it's a sad, it's a sad deal. You know, the animals, it's unfortunate when the animals get it because they're fucking, they just go about living their life, very modest life. They don't try and, you know, they don't want to have all big screen TVs and cars like humans want to have. They just want to be able to eat food, be with their folks and fucking live tomorrow. And uh, it's an interesting life. And when we come in there, we go, guess what? We want to decide if you're going to live tomorrow. You know what I mean? And they go, wait a second, what's going on? And then they get the first buzz and they never fucking, it was never the same sense. Very sad. Very sad stuff. Make me cry, dude. No, don't cry. And if you cry, cry for the apes. This, this episode is dedicated to the apes. Um, definitely some serious, serious madness over here, dude. Operation Resurrection. Is trouble just is trouble from the get go? Um, Wolfenstein. Sat- Wolfenstein. You said there was a game of yeah. the same name, right? Play- PlayStation Two. Operation PlayStation Re- Two. Operation Resurrection has nothing to do with the apes, though. Wolfenstein's good good times. That original yeah. Wolfenstein game was great. Uh, oh, yeah, the the PC or the Xbox? PC. PC, the old school one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Hitler with the dual Gatlin guts. Yeah, yeah. You ever play like Duke Nukem and stuff? Era? Uh, yeah. You ever play Rise of the Triad, I think it was called? The Triad? No, no. It was very cool because it was kind of like Wolfenstein, but like you could, uh, like the options were a little better. And, and sh- like I remember you could do like headshots, which is horrifying to talk about I, I guess but you would like shoot you there's a way if you shot them th- you have to shoot people three times to kill them and if you shot them like twice they'd get sh- they'd go down to their knees and then you could go over and shoot them in the head which is like <laughs> crazy to think about now 
It was probably very controversial back in the day. Absolutely. It was probably brought to court and all that. Nowadays, it don't matter. Nowadays, it gets pretty graphic in the vid games. Yeah. Cyberpunk, you can bang Keanu Reeves. Oh, really? Yeah. They they made a mod of it. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Keanu. He's seen seen it. He's seen it, and he said he was okay if people want to do it. (laughs) He's a nice guy. Yeah. Keanu's supposedly the nicest guy in the business, they say. You see all those pictures that he takes with people and his arms are, like, behind him with his hands out and shit? Oh, yeah. He's not getting me to. He, he's not. All it could, you know, all it could take is just touching someone's shoulder the wrong way this day and age, you know. There's definitely bad stuff that happens, but I think there's innocent stuff that gets caught up in it, unfortunately, mm-hmm. too. Keanu don't want to. He wants to make Bill and Ted 4, so... Really? Oh, he wants to bring Dogstar back, this band. Oh, he's, he's doing he's doing the next Constantine again. I heard about that. That should be pretty cool. I enjoyed the first one. Me too. Me too. I like I enjoyed I, I like the T V series they had for it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. got cancelled. Yeah, that guy's Ross. pissed. Yeah. Gavin Rosdale, I was a big fan of too, as the like the devil or whoever he was, the villain in Constantine. Oh. He did a good job for a dude who was a singer in a band. I think he actually played Baltazar. Who's that? Is that not the villain? No, he is a villain, but that that's his name. I remember uh like that was the Blu-ray of that was amazing. Like watching that on Blu-ray for the first time. It's, it looks beautiful. Some crazy stuff. It's like LSD. What? LSD on your brain. Yeah, so You still collecting Blu-ray? No, not so much. Okay. I was going to say, they have, a, like, a whole wall of them at Savers and shit. Oh, yeah. Savers? Yeah. I go, if it, if I was to buy a Blu-ray, it'd have to be, like, I kind of have it. The deal with me is I kind of got everything I wanted, and like, either on DVD, VHS, or Blu-ray. I try not to, like, double up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people that every time they'll, have, they'll buy fucking 30 of the same movie just to get the additions. And I was a little crazy like that. In my mm. teen years, but not so much nowadays. I feel like if I have a copy of the film, it's all I need. You know what I mean? Yeah, I um, do. It. Everything's yeah. digital. All my DVDs have been destroyed. Yeah, you burnt them up. No, they just left them out in the garage for so long through the years, like the heat and stuff. They just all fucked. Yeah. So so bummed out about that. Yeah, but digital's digital's cool. You know what I mean? They, they, the one worry with that, they say, is that if, it, if there's a big crash, everybody will lose their stuff. Mm. Or, like, if they should change their, you know, mood, their their, t- their tone about certain things. Didn't they, wasn't there an issue recently where, like, they pulled, they did something where people deleted, got rid of a lot of their stuff? Maybe it was an iTunes thing. I want to say there oh. was something. I want to say there was something. There was something with one of the streaming things recently, I want to say, that, like... Whatever, like all even the even the movies that you paid for that were on your thing, like they went away, and it was just like too bad, so sad type stuff. Was it, it was if it was an Apple thing, I definitely wouldn't know. Yeah, Apple's got that. They get the whole deal now, where it's like you pay a monthly thing and you just listen to whatever you want forever. It's like Spotify. Spotify. I like Spotify. I use Spotify every now and then. That was the first thing I've ever been hit, like, well, the second thing I've ever been hacked on. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Spotify. Yeah, because uh, we were playing um, Spotify through uh, the Alexa. Yeah. And, um, like, a bunch of Indian music started playing. I'm like, what the fuck is Ariana listening to? Yeah. And I was like, w- w- put something else on? She's like, yeah, I thought I did. And then uh, we put it on, like, HJY or something. And then, uh, like, maybe two minutes later, it changed back to an Indian thing, like some kid's solo that he made. I was like, son of a bitch, sign out of all devices, change password, you motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah, not di- digital, that's where everything's kind of going, you know what mm. I mean? And it all started with lobotomizing apes and switching their heads with other, other lobotomy uh, survivors, you know what I mean? They, you get the lobotomy, you get zapped up out. And then if you if you if you survive that, then you get to go into the death round and figure out what the real deal is going to be. I don't think you made. I don't think anybody ever made it out of that. And it's mm-hmm. it's very crazy, very crazy deal. But what can you do? You know, Operation Resurrection is uh, troublesome behavior for sure. And uh, we don't condone. We do not condone. And that's one thing that we will always say. We don't condone animal violence. We've got a few episodes on the animal violence throughout the archives because, unfortunately, it does play a heavy part in history, in history of things. Yeah, you know what I mean? C4 dogs, not good. It's uh, very unfortunate. You know, these those are, those are things that, when they talk about wanting to erase things from history, that, those, that's like the stuff that they don't want people really knowing about because it's, yeah. it makes them look not so great as you can understand you know what i mean and uh i think that they can't even the the, the excuse of science can't doesn't even cover some of the things some of the things there's really no no explanation for really wanting to go to those depths and this is one of those cases here today folks so this was a this was a nice episode, you know what I mean? For This is when you get in the bathtub and you draw the nice hot bath. You want something soothing. You want to listen to us talk about poor apes getting lobotomized, zapped. And decapitated. Decapitated. The head put on something else, which is very tragic. And we always had things with humor. But you gotta. You gotta for stuff like this because it's just too dark. But if you enjoyed this episode, we want you to go enjoy more episodes of Behold the Pill podcast. All right? And we do dedicate this episode of loving memory to all of the apes that went down from that uh, because that does suck and it's super unfair. And I wish I could say that I these things probably don't happen anymore, but they probably do. Um, they're just not as talked about. You know what I mean? For every one thing that's released that you go, oh, maybe I wonder if they should be doing that. The truth is even darker than what you've just (laughs) been told. So with that being said, we bid you all adieu. And we'll catch y'all on the next episode of Behold, 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 a Pale Podcast. In spite of our high standards of sanitation and the care we take to preserve our food, numerous cases of food poisoning occur in this country every year. Individual cases are seldom publicized, 
But now and then we see newspaper reports of rather serious outbreaks of food poisoning. Often these outbreaks are traceable to public gatherings such as banquets and picnics. And when a number of people suddenly become ill a few hours after dining at one of these affairs, the food that was served is suspected as the probable cause of the illness. One of the most common causes of food poisoning is the enterotoxin which is elaborated by Staphylococcus bacteria. For research purposes, the United States Army Biological Laboratories have prepared modest amounts of highly purified enterotoxin type B, and sizable quantities of this material, 40 to 60 percent pure, have been produced in dry form. Most animals, except the primates, are unaffected by enterotoxin. So monkeys were used to test the effectiveness of the artificially produced material when inhaled as an aerosol. In dry form, enterotoxin is a light, fluffy powder. Chemically, it is a simple protein of low molecular weight and is highly resistant to denaturation by heat and to attack by the proteolytic enzymes. Tests have shown that one gram of highly purified enterotoxin in aerosol form is enough for 200,000 illness doses for the monkey. The powder is dissolved in water containing a fluorescein dye tracer to aid in measuring the amount of enterotoxin inhaled by the test animal. A restraining box is used to hold the monkey in position to receive the measured aerosol dose. The animal is then passed through a series of airlocks and positioned in a sealed exposure chamber. A Collison spray device converts the solution of enterotoxin into an aerosol of very fine particles, which the monkey is allowed to breathe for a measured period of time, usually two minutes. Samples of the air in the exposure chamber are collected by impingers for later analysis. The amount of dye tracer present provides a means of determining the concentration of enterotoxin in the air the monkey breathes. The operators wear protective hoods or respirators while removing the animal from the exposure chamber. With a wet towel, they wipe off any traces of enterotoxin that may have deposited on the monkey's head and face during the exposure. Before these safety procedures were adopted, several investigators became ill from breathing the secondary aerosol of enterotoxin released from the animal's fur. Symptoms of illness usually do not appear until one or two hours after exposure. The test animal is carefully observed and each symptom or reaction is recorded. The monkey's first reactions are thirst, coughing, and shaking of the head. Frequently, he regurgitates into his cheek pouches. Repeated and profuse vomiting occurs. The monkey has an insatiable desire for water, but he is unable to retain it. He becomes bewildered and depressed. As the toxic effect progresses, his depression intensifies, leading to prostration and sometimes to death if he has inhaled a large dose. Treatment with equin-derived hyperimmune antiserum will prevent death, but does little to modify the illness. Research in progress suggests that effective toxoids can be developed to confer immunity against intoxication by enterotoxin. The animal will begin to improve within 6 to 12 hours after onset of illness, but will not recover completely for 3 or 4 days. From these tests, it is apparent that a minute quantity of enterotoxin entering the system through the respiratory route will produce acute incapacitating illness similar to that observed in humans afflicted with food poisoning. On the basis of present information, it appears that an inhaled dose of only a few micrograms of Staphylococcus enterotoxin is enough to incapacitate a man for as much as 48 hours. Further research and testing are planned to determine just what the minimum incapacitating dose is and how long it takes the individual to recover, which the monkey is allowed to breathe for a measured period of time.
usually two minutes. As the toxic effect progresses, his depression intensifies, leading to prostration and sometimes to death if he has inhaled a large dose. Which the monkey is allowed to breathe for a measured period of time. Depression intensifies, leading to prostration and sometimes to death if he has inhaled a large dose. Death, 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 death if he has inhaled a large dose. Which the monkey is allowed to breathe.